You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. And tonight's battle certainly looks to be an interesting one, right, Shorty? That's right, Chip. There's real drama in the air tonight. And the crowd seems to be going wild. They sure are a crazy audience tonight. And I think they're getting impatient for the mayhem to begin. So without further ado, let's meet the Teams. This week, both teams are maintenance bots from the deep space cargo vessel, the Titan One. That's right, Troy. And things are sure to be getting messy with this bunch of battling bots. Now, on Team A, we have Captain Punch McNuttage. He's used to shouting orders and should do well as team leader. And then there's Payload, a forklift bot, who's sure to come in handy if any wounded need to be moved. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! And on to Team B! The team leader here is Fix, who's not only a razor-sharp lethal ice pick, but he's also French! So he's gotta know how to put up an effective resistance. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh-oh! Oxfix's team is an immensely powerful, fully operational combat computer called Excelsior! I'm told Excelsior, who normally just sits in a corner somewhere looking like a plain black box, has been retrofitted onto tank tracks for tonight only, just to help keep these war games exciting. Let's not forget that each team has an additional team member supplied by the game's organizers. Just to make up the numbers and make things interesting. That's right, Chip. Every team is given an expendable. A member of each team can be sacrificed if the need arises to create a diversion. Or even if they just feel like shooting someone! Hey, we're equal opportunity destroyers on this show! Team A's Expendabot is called Oh! Target Bot! So I don't fancy his chances of survival at all! Neither do I, Shorty, but then I don't put a whole lot of stock into the survival of Team B's Expendabot either. He's called Cannon Fodder, and on his resume it says that he's ready to die for king and country. It seems these Expendabots have already started to dig their own graves. <laughs> I 
just hope they've got their health insurance policy sorted out before the shooting starts. And speaking of shooting, Chip, I think the game is about to start. Yes, you're right, Shorty. The priest bot has given the teams their last rights. And now the referee bot is about to sound the klaxon, which will announce the cacophonic commencement of heinous hostility. What's the sound we've all been waiting for? The bot war my seat here. Oh my, the screen's gone dead. I was so looking forward to seeing one of the teams get killed. Huh, seems like we've had another power failure, Squeak. Well, you better go and have a look, GD, and see what the problem is. Me? Why didn't you send that lugnut Briscoe? He loves all the dirty jobs anyway. Briscoe is still stuck in the gunk chamber. Yes, that's right. The poor little fellow's been in there for the better part of a week. He's having the time of his life in there. Me see daddy. Me see daddy. Yes, Fundus, darling, we did see daddy, didn't we? And didn't he look so handsome in his battle fatigues and carrying his semi-automatic, heat-seeking, fast-moving, 300-megaton nuclear warhead? Oh, he makes me go all week inside. Me want my arm again, bare. Bindles wants bear! You go and find your bear, sweetie, but don't go too far. Well, I've had a look at the set. The problem is the cable, and it looks like it's been bitten. But don't worry, I've fixed it. Bitten? Who'd bite the cable line? A dissatisfied customer? There are many times when I've wanted to shout at the screen, Go bite yourself! Especially during the commercials. I feel your pain, Zimtron, but I don't think this is an isolated incident. We've been having lots of little power failures and equipment malfunctions lately. Yes, it's very strange. These little incidents don't seem so accidental to me. I think we've got a saboteur on board this ship, and I'm going to find out who it is. Myself? But those shots don't count, right? It doesn't count if you shoot yourself, does it? I'm still in the game, right? 
Locked and loaded, boss. Sir, I am ready to lay my life down for you, Captain Fuchs, sir. Sir, yes, sir. We'll try not to shout so loud in future, Captain Fuchs, sir. Excelsior, I can see the enemy. Team B is on the move. But I thought we were Team B, Captain Sphinx. Oh, right. Well, uh, never mind. It looks like one of them has taken some damage already. That accounts for those shots we heard. Okay, Excelsior? Um, Excelsior? Hello? Can I have your attention for just a little moment? We are at war, after all. Apologies, Captain Sphinx. I was just looking at some photographs of my widow Bundlebot. I sure miss him. Mand, we are in a combat situation with the enemy in clear sight, and you are looking at photos of your baby bot? This is my first night away from him. I just wanted to see his cute little semi-automatic heat-seeking fast-flying neutron core destructor cruise missiles one more time. Yeah? Well, you really are choking me up here, Excelsior. I'm touched. I'm really touched. Aww, really? No. Now, will you keep your mind on the prospect of ruthlessly killing the enemy? I'd really appreciate that. Yes, sir, Captain Space. Understood. I will activate my combat circuitry and move into full aggression mode. Could you? That would be a great help. Thanks so much. Now, you there, Corporal Cannon, if I could have your attention. Corporal Cannon fired, standing to attention, sir! Don't stand up, you military moron. They can see it if you stand up. Don't they teach you expendabots anything? Sir, sorry, sir! Well, we've lost the advantage now. Team A knows where we are, so we better move like the French and withdraw to safety. Let's move. And it's hurting, wasn't it, Chip? It sure was, Shorty. I don't think we've ever had a team member immediately shoot himself before. Is that one for the record books or what? I think it is, Chip. And if I'm not very much mistaken, I think that's the fastest tactical retreat we've ever had on Bot Wars. These really are highly unusual teams. Indeed they are, but I suppose that's only to be expected from the chaotic commando crew of the Titan One. You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 211A, Bot War, part one. Written by Vince Staden, which starred in order of appearance, Jack Ward as Short Shorty Circuit, Andrew Dorfman as Chip Malfunction, Sally Wiggett as Squeak, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Ellie Harshman as GD, Ted Gray as Bundles, Joe Thomas as Punch, Captain John Tatterjack as Payload, 
Nathan Patrick Russell as Target Bot, Jim Barber as Sphinx, Ted Gray as Excelsior, and Sally Wiggett as Corporal Cannon Flutter. The title theme was written and composed by Daryl Nooney. The incidental music was provided by Firstcom. The associate producer was K. Wu. The post-production editor, script editor, executive producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. All rights reserved. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening, and we invite you one more to visit us on the web. Ah, my circuits are a little faulty today, as we would like you to visit us on the web at Dream Realm site.com. For more information, please email us at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. No bots really shot themselves during the making of this audiogram. <laughs> Join us next time as our visit through season two continues with a conclusion of bot war. No, really, this is the creditor signing off for now. Copyright 2011, Dreamhill Enterprises, all rights reserved. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow! That sounds great, Dad! Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, and now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices. That is what it is. Look. Whoa, Dad, this looks awesome. Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks, Dr. Mary. My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye. Dad? Uh, uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com! <laughs>